Hey guys, in today's episode, I'm going to be addressing the current state of the EDM and music festival community and the impact that the coronavirus pandemic is having on everyone involved. I also have a special interview with Jester. He's an artist I'm a big fan of both music-wise and personally. I wanted to get his perspective on how DJs are currently handling these changes and what they can do with their spare time now. We have a lot of ground to cover in today's episode, so let's get into it. Hey guys, welcome back to Rave Culture Cast, your weekly guide to the EDM community, music festivals, and more. I'm your host, Emma Capotis. Thank you all so much for being here this week and for checking out this episode. We have a lot to talk about today. Uh, It's going to be pretty topical and pretty, you know, current with what's going on in the news right now. Um, And I sort of wanted to have an episode just addressing everything that's happening while also of course guys like still keeping it positive still keeping it um as happy as it can be because I don't want to have an hour of something that you know stresses you out or gives you anxiety because I know you're hearing enough of it on the news but a lot of changes are happening right now in the dance music community in the music festival community amongst all of the other things happening in the world. Um, But specifically, I want to just chat about what's going on, how it's affecting everybody involved, how it's affecting the fans, the artists, the people that work for these companies. And I also just wanted to give you a fresh perspective by having an artist on to actually talk about what it is like not having shows right now and not having festivals and things booked um, because they basically are going from having pretty busy schedules to spending a lot of time at home, which is what everybody is doing right now. So I'm going to have Gesture on later. Big fan of his music. This is honestly so fucking cool. I'm so happy to have him on today. Uh, You know, it's just really awesome that he took the time to chat with me. So yeah, feeling very grateful that I got to chat with him. Um, And we're going to talk a little bit about how he's handling his time off. And I just felt like it was a real honest, vulnerable conversation. And it's something that people need to hear. So I'm really excited to share that with you guys later. Um, But before we kick everything off, you guys, huge thank you again for tuning in this week. Uh, If you guys have some time today, I would absolutely love it if you would rate and review the podcast on iTunes. Uh, Give a follow over on my YouTube channel, Emma Capotis. And of course, you guys can follow along with us on Instagram and on Twitter at RaveCultureCast and at Emma Capotis. Uh, I'm always posting like polls and questionnaires and all that fun stuff because I want you guys to be as involved in the podcast as possible. Always welcoming your feedback and all that fun stuff. So um, if you guys ever want to email me, you can email raveculturecast at gmail.com with topic suggestions, people you want me to interview, feedback in general. My door is always open over there. Uh, And lastly, I would absolutely love it if you would make today's episode your Instagram stories, tweet a link out today or share it with your rave fam uh, and tag gesture in this as well you guys we definitely want a lot of people to hear this so thank you guys so much for doing all that okay so our listener of the week you guys i need more nominations as always so listener of the week i do every single week at the top of the episode it is a moment to highlight our 
highlight, I can't talk, <laughs> highlight our listeners. And you can nominate a friend, a loved one, a family member, a rave fam member, whoever you want. And just tell us why they deserve to be listener of the week. How have they impacted your life or other people's lives? What are they doing that's good for the community? All that fun stuff. So again, email your nominations in raveculturecast at gmail.com. Um, okay, so this week is from... Gabrielle it says hey Emma to start just know I love you and your content I would love to nominate my best friend Tessa for listener of the week we went to our first festival together Electric Forest uh, in 2018 after years of saying we would go and since then we've been to plenty of other shows together we were supposed to be at EDC Las Vegas together this year but it looks like that may not happen this girl is my go-to during festivals even though I'm definitely more of a festival mom I'm so sad she won't be my right hand during Vegas she's always there for me whether that's in a festival atmosphere or not and I just want her to know how much I appreciate her always we both actually started listening to you separately and then one day we were exchanging stories we found out we were watching the same YouTube channel no way you'll catch her at your electric forest meetup I'm sure but I will not be there since I'm still going to Vegas love the content and can't get enough of you Emma thank you girl I really appreciate all of that and I'm so happy you're a part of the fam uh Tessa you are our listener of the week so happy to have you um and yeah, I appreciate all of the rave fam love, you guys. There's nothing like having a festy bestie to share all these memories with. So I think that's fucking awesome. And fingers crossed for all of these festivals. We don't know still at this point what is happening with some of them. So all we can do is hope and pray. Um, but this is the perfect transition <laughs> into today's episode because I kind of want to just address everything straight on and be as honest with you guys as possible at the, the top of the episode here I don't have a relationship with any of these festivals I don't have any insider information this is all speculation on my part um, and things that I'm just assuming I also follow um, I think it's the festive owl on Twitter is a really great resource that I like to just follow along with. Uh, that's where I find out like what festivals are being postponed and you know what like some of the talk is around some of these major festivals. So anyway, we don't at this point when I'm recording this, I feel like I have to say the date just because the news is changing so rapidly. But it is March 21st. Saturday when I'm recording this EDC Las Vegas is still on at this point electric forest is still on at this point but you know you know it's out of our control at this point so let's get into what we're going to talk about today oh and really quickly upcoming submissions you guys uh, I think I said this last week I could maybe I didn't but for the one year anniversary episode which is coming up very very soon I want to bring back our most embarrassing rave stories and festival stories it was such an a fun episode to record I was laughing my ass off you guys sent in so many good stories so we're doing the part two finally so please email me raveculturecast at gmail.com with your most embarrassing stories I want to hear it all be vulnerable be honest it can be anonymous just let me know that at the top of the email um but please send those in uh within the next week or so that's going to be a really fun one okay so getting into today's episode so i just want to acknowledge like how stressful this situation is for like everybody involved i'm taking a very like proactive approach to everything um because i'm sure some people listening ha have the attitude like they're they are not taking this situation as seriously i'm taking it very seriously i have been working from home i've been staying home i literally only leave the house to go take a walk around the block or to go to the grocery store i'm not hanging out with friends not seeing family i just am saying no to everything because our health and the health of everyone in the united states and the world is of my 
top priority. And I'm just not going to risk that at this point. So anyway, so that's where I stand with everything. I think the sooner we stay home and do our part here, the hopefully faster this will all slow down and hospitals can catch up and all of that stuff. So that's where I'm at with everything. But obviously this pandemic is having a massive impact on the music festival community as it pertains to this podcast. But it's not just an impact on the fans' lives, right? Like obviously we're all going to think about how it impacts ourselves. And if you have tickets to these big festivals that you've been dreaming about going to for years and you've been planning and been so excited, it's devastating, of course. Like it's absolutely devastating um, to just watch one after the other get postponed Boned. So I know like how everybody's feeling right now. A couple of mine have been canceled that I was planning to attend. And I, I think what I wanted to get across with this episode is like how much deeper it goes than that. Because as fans, festival season is going to come back. We'll get to go to festivals again. Like some of them are being postponed, whether festival season happens this year or not you know who fucking knows we'll get to go again and other than it affecting our wallet if you're not getting a refund or just upset being upsetting and disappointing I want everyone to think about like all the moving parts that are involved with a a cancellation or a postponement because like so much planning goes into these there's everyone that works for the festival and for the um, production company putting it on that's working so hard people in payroll like the creative team the producers like all of the involved the engineers then you have the sound and lighting engineers you have the construction workers who build everything security media teams the artists themselves the performers like there's so many levels of people who depend on music festivals for a paycheck to support their families so I know I just want everyone to like think about that because I know when you see something postponed you get disappointed for yourself but like if you love this community so much think about how much this impacts other people as well nobody wants this to happen nobody wants to postpone anything or cancel anything it's it's disappointing for all but at the same time it's been really interesting and I would say heartwarming to see how some people are handling this so obviously you guys have probably seen the amount of live streams that have been happening Facebook lives Instagram live YouTube like it's been crazy I don't think I've ever seen this many people go on Instagram live ever so I feel like people are kind of more connected now than ever which is crazy because we do have all this downtime and you're not in this alone so if you're at home maybe isolated a little bit you're still able to talk to people FaceTime people do all these different things and this is what these artists have to do now to kill time and still share their music and entertain people so I think it's been really cool just to see how everybody's like been handling this on their own I personally uh, created a Twitch account, which I never had before, just so that I could watch some of my favorite artists' live streams on there. And that's sort of what I've been doing. Um, The other silver lining is just, again, like seeing this community come together during this time. I did a post on Instagram, I think it was yesterday, just talking about how like unsettling it is not to know like what the next few months are going to look like right it's like completely out of our control but at the same time like I've never seen the community come together like all these rave clothing companies and stuff like people supporting them still and people throwing live streams and making TikTok videos and people are still getting like dressed up in their outfits and watching stuff online so it's just been really cool to see people responding like that um I love it I love seeing the support of each other and at the end of the day the last thing I wanted to say is like music connects us all never forget that like that is what we're all passionate about and that's a a common interest we all have so it you know it's definitely 
being stepped up right now with the online community, but you know, it's pretty cool. So with all that being said, I'm so excited to welcome our guest today, Gesture. Uh, This is a huge deal for me. Like I said before, um, I've wanted to venture into interviewing artists on this platform. I interviewed my friend Swan, who's incredible and just dropped an EP. You guys should go listen to it. But you know, I wanted to interview ravers in this community, some of my friends, some content creators, like I want to get a range of people. And I finally am just like putting myself out there and connecting with artists and trying to see if they can come on as well. So huge, huge thank you to Gesture for chatting with me today. Um, Go check out his music, guys. It's such a good time. It's like a really cool global dance sound, bass sound, but he plays a little bit of everything. He always mixes it up. It's always a party. You're always going to throw your ass around. It's going to be a good time. (laughs) So if you want to go listen to his corn streams, I think he's doing them right now, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. I think it's like 8 p.m. Pacific time. So 11 p.m. Eastern. Uh, So much fun. He's has this whole setup and he puts people on the screen and lets them send in their videos so you can see yourself dancing. So yeah, go check out his corn streams. But today we're going to just be talking about how this situation is impacting artists um, and how he's personally handling it. And I think it was just a very real conversation and I'm excited for you guys to hear it. So with all that being said, please welcome to the podcast, Gesture. Hey. Hey, how's it going? Can you hear me good? Yeah, perfect. Okay. Sweet. Thanks for doing this. Yeah, how's it going? It's good. It's cool to finally connect with you. I appreciate you coming on. Yeah, no problem. I'm sure uh, you've got a lot going on. You're streaming tonight, right? Yeah, I'm like trying to like learn Twitch pretty much. Um, I used to use it a little bit just to live stream some shows like when I was throwing parties a while ago, but I've never really used it um, like as a streamer. So kind of just like learning how to optimize that yeah that's so funny yeah. actually i i uh, like logged into it today for the first time just to watch your porn stream <laughs> <laughs> the like recorded yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 yeah. well it's gonna pick up now right i mean i kind of feel like i need to get on that i'm sure they're seeing like a ton of people signing up for it so yeah yeah i think so i mean yeah a bunch of djs and people mm-hmm. random people are just starting to try to stream i heard like webcams are like out of stock like on Amazon and stuff. <laughs> oh God, I don't want to know why. Yeah, <laughs> it's probably well, <laughs> <laughs> right. I think both for just fun and for other reasons. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Oh my God, no. Well, I seriously appreciate you coming on here. I'm a small creator, so this is like a very big deal for me. <laughs> oh no problem. Yeah, I love anyone doing their thing. So oh, of course. Yeah, I'm. I'm trying to. Right now, like, so I'm actually working from home with my normal job anyway, besides all this stuff. And I'm just trying mm-hmm. to like create as much content as possible right now. Cause I feel like, well, obviously everybody's home, but just in general, I think people need a break and still want to yeah. talk about this stuff, even though the industry is kind of like slowing down right now. So I, I just really am, I have so many things I want to ask you today and really appreciate your perspective. Cause I know you're going through a lot of changes right now as well. Cool. Yeah. T- yeah. It's on. Yeah, it's crazy. But okay, so before we get into everything, I just want to start off by ask everybody who comes on here to just do a quick little intro. So what do you do? Where are you from? How old you are? Cool. Uh, I'm, I'm Gesture. My real name is Jim. Um, my name's called J-S-T-J-R. Well, if someone's on the <laughs> podcast, they'll see that. But yeah. that's, that's a point of a lot of <laughs> uh, issues for me, my name. Sure. Yeah. Um, 
Uh, it's actually my initials. I don't know if you know that. Oh, okay. My name is James Stanley Tomaszewski Jr. So it's like J S T J R. Got then, it. Okay. Yeah. For sure, pronounced that incorrectly, and then I heard you definitely say it in one of your YouTube videos, and I was like, okay. That's yeah. Good. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I would have never picked that name if I thought that I would have like people who yeah, would yeah. care about knowing what. That's okay. I just started not knowing that. It would get this far, so That's it's right. cool. And, but yeah, I'm from um, New Hampshire originally. I'm from um, outside of Boston. Okay. And that's where I started playing shows mostly and moved to LA about five years ago. And yeah, I throw my own parties. My, my style of music is kind of different from, I'd say, most DJs who play like festival circuit because <laughs> I obviously play a lot of EDM, but like I'm more focused on like playing everything, playing all genres and playing music that just like makes you dance and mm -hmm. have fun and like throw in, throw in a lot of throwbacks. Right. Um, yeah, it's like kind of open. This is a bad term, open format, because it makes you think of like a club, but it's like open format EDM festival DJ where I'll just play anything like, yeah. You keep it, but it makes it fun. I was going to say, because I just listening to your music and hearing some of your sets, it is like a mix, but you do have like these different influences. Like I know you have like a lot of Latin kind of influences and some hip hop as well. Yeah. I was going to say, I thought you would have been from LA. I don't know why, but that's really funny. What's your nationality? Yeah, yeah I'm just like, actually, I just took uh, a DNA test. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I, my last name is Polish. So I always thought I was like really Polish, but I'm honestly just like, United Kingdom <laughs> like I'm just the white I'm just white you know, okay. like okay completely white um <laughs> oh no well you you know you get away with it in your music so <laughs> yeah like I mean I just I was a percussion major in college okay. and um I just really like like dope beats <laughs> you yeah. know like I, I like rhythm and like dancing and I like cool percussion and like anything that's like challenging rhythmically I was always drawn to and that kind of led me into like more global bass uh, mm -hmm. side of EDM and then kind of just started to like I noticed what I wanted to do is like play festivals and have like a big fan base and like a big reach but like I noticed with the global bass community it's more like very underground and very kind of it's more I don't know for lack of a better term it's more for like the art and the artistic element in like very small club shows which i absolutely love but like i wanted to do something a little bigger so like i've been trying for the past five years or whatever i've really been focusing on how i can combine those two worlds and like bring that into like a festival you know kind of application yeah yeah, yeah for sure well i know you also because you're very big on community i know you also were throwing your own pop-up shows and like the taco shows too right yeah yeah like when I first moved to LA, I was just throwing like my own parties with my friends, um, okay. which turned into like other kinds of parties. And then like, I think it was like three years ago or three and a half years ago now is when I threw my first taco pop up, which I just like, I love to cook too. That's another thing I like to do. Okay. And tacos are really easy to make and like mass produce. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so, I mean, it goes with the whole Latin thing. It's just funny because like, I do things that are like these like kind of Latin influences, but it's not mm -hmm. like necessarily that's like something that I do on purpose. It's just okay. like these, I mean, I live in LA, tacos are huge right. and like, I love making food. It's easy to serve tacos. It kind of all just kind of like comes together. And yeah, yeah. yeah, like that started really small with like maybe like 
a little less than a hundred people, but then through over, over these three years, I've like my last one, we served like over a thousand tacos, like completely over capacity at the the (laughs) venue, like huge, huge events. So yeah, it's, it's been crazy these past years have been really cool fun yeah so wait so just to go back when or like what was your introduction to like the dance music industry um like as a dj or as a i guess like what made you want to start like making music um (laughs) i always made i always made music and like i said i went to school for music i've just always been like i was always playing drums or piano as a kid and i was in bands in high school and stuff like that um and then I was making like hip hop beats, like sample based old school hip hop beats a lot. That was like my main thing. And like, I, I would rap a little bit too. Mm-hmm. And then I went to this, this old like touring festival called Identity Festival, ID Fest. It was in, I want to say it was in 2011 okay. um, that I went to that and like, at that festival, it was the actual moment, because, like, I had DJed before this a little bit, too, but at that festival was the moment I was, like, I really want to do this. Like, I saw Cascade when he was doing, like, The Eyes, you know, like, looking some, oh, yeah. uh, that song. He, yeah. he was touring, like, in the visuals. Such a good album, yeah. It was really dope, and I, yeah, yeah. So, um, that's kind of, like, that festival was, like, my starting point of, like, I want to do yeah. this yeah yeah yeah. and so like because well so I think I'm I'm probably have heard your music before but obviously I'm a big youtuber so I um I'm obsessed with youtube content and watching it all the time and I found your EDC yeah. Las Vegas vlog and that's yeah. when I was like oh this is fucking awesome I loved that you one it was so cool your set was awesome but I love that you did like a whole vlog of your experience with it and yeah like what's your approach to preparing for a set like that you know, it's not, it's just, it's just like, like my goal, like I said, is to just like play stuff that, well, I didn't say this, but my goal is to play stuff that no one else plays or play the things that everyone plays in a different way and, but still have like a dope set. So, I mean, the main preparation for that is just like searching the internet for different kinds of music mm-hmm. and have finding stuff that would actually like work on a festival stage. Um, but also is like a little different. Um, but for EDC this year, it was like my first year that I did like really advanced, like time coded visuals and everything. So it was like a lot of preparation working with like a visuals team. And then also like vlogging, the whole thing was a lot, you know, you know how it seems really easy. You see, you watch vlogs on YouTube. You're like, Oh, it's easy. You just carry a camera around. But yeah, the, the thought process that goes into it and then like all the post-production everything is like it's like an extra full-time job so yeah and just to remember yeah. well it's like one thing to just remember too because like sometimes I'll forget yeah. a couple hours and I'll be like oh fuck this is gonna be <laughs> it's gonna be daytime into nighttime all of a sudden in like a quick cut yeah yeah totally I, yeah I mean I actually I've taken a little break from the vlogs I, I did shoot a vlog at Holy Ship this year, oh, nice. um, which I haven't edited yet because I've just been like putting it off because there's so <laughs> much footage that I have to go through. And every day my fiance is like, can we go watch the Holy Ship footage? Like, I'm like yeah, maybe tomorrow. I kind of like work on some music. And Oh my God. Yeah, well, I'm actually really curious. How was that? Because this year it was on land. It was at a resort, right? Did yeah, it was amazing, that? dude. It was so good. Like I, I played Holy Ship twice before on the ship which is really cool it's like you know it's a unique experience because you're isolated on a ship with all these people so it's like 
very party community oriented vibes where you're just like, let's go, let's go party. There's nothing else to do. <laughs> um, and the land was actually like, I liked it more. I think it was different, but I did like the resort vibe. It was like yeah. all inclusive resort with beautiful beach and like tons of pools and just like, so and nice. You guys too, right? Like I, it was just a takeover of Holy Ship at the whole place. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's so nice. Well, I heard Pasquale did um, like a live this week and he said, somebody asked him about it and he said he's going to keep it on land next year as a regular. Yeah. I want to go. I'm like, I kind of want to send it to that. <laughs> yeah, I definitely would. I would like plan your festival schedule accordingly because it's something that like, yeah. it's a vacation as well as a music festival. Right. And it was really relaxing, but also like really amazing and fun. So That's super, cool. super good. How many sets were you playing the whole weekend? I think, I think I only played two this year. Okay. So you got to enjoy yourself also. Yeah, I didn't do many. Like, it's usually, <laughs> it's usually two or three for okay. me, so, Sounds yeah. Really well, yeah. I mean, obviously I want to talk about what's going on right now. Uh, uh-huh. Depress anybody. Um, but <laughs> no, but it's, it's just been a crazy few weeks and talking about festivals and festival season, like, I was supposed to be flying down to Miami tonight to go to <laughs> Miami Music. Oh, yeah, I know. It's fucking nuts. Um, but yeah, like, how are you feeling? What's your headspace like right now? And what's changed for you in the last few weeks? Um, yeah, it's been like ups, ups and downs, really. Like at first, before all the shows were getting canceled, I kind of like knew it was coming before. Just like, I don't know, my my fiance's mom has been freaking out for like a month yeah. about all this stuff. So yeah. I've kind of been like, we like got food a long time ago. <laughs> like we've up, yeah. We've been preparing for it, um, okay. so I kind of figured it was coming. But then, like when my shows actually got canceled, there was like another like few days of like ah, like yeah. shit, like this is like real. Yeah. And I'm kind of just back and forth, like it's okay, everything will be fine. And then like I'll get a call from my team; they're kind of just like worried about me. And like, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I'm not at the level where like I still live month to month. Like I think people have a perception that if you're like playing festivals, you're like rich mm-hmm. and that's definitely not the case for a lot of DJs. I mean, it depends on on who you follow, of course. I think there's definitely some mega DJs and mm-hmm. mid to high level DJs that are totally fine. Right, right. And then there's some DJs who are going to feel it right away. You know, it depends on a lot of elements, but um, yeah, it's going to be really hard for me. Like I've, I've lost my income because I don't, I honestly don't make a lot off of streaming either. Like, mm-hmm. um, most people don't but right. in the, like regardless of that I I personally like especially don't so mm-hmm. um yeah like I've lost my income basically for yeah. the foreseeable future and and also like something people haven't really thought about is like all these shows getting postponed mm-hmm. but, like when they come back like all of them have to get rebooked at the same time now so like mm-hmm. let's say it's like I think people are being a little too optimistic, honestly. Not that you should be pessimistic, but, like, realistic. Just, like, let's say it takes three months for this. Like, all those three months of shows that get canceled are now overlapped onto, you know, the rest of the year. So, it's going to be really hard for for the music industry, just the industry. I mean, it sucks for the fans, of course, because you don't get to do what you love, but, like, Right. think of all the people like I have friends who just run sound and run mm-hmm. video at venues and they're out of work and they especially live paycheck to paycheck and yeah so 
everyone's really feeling it right now. It's crazy. I actually like really appreciated some of your tweets because you were tweeting like the exact, I'm like on the same wavelength as you as far as like people going out and all that stuff. But yeah, it was hard to see like still people just don't really get what's going on. Yeah. And I think it's like it's due in parts of social media, but like I think people like when they see some hype on social media, they're like, oh, that's just social media hype and it's all Mm -hmm. fake. And instead of like, like, cause this toilet paper meme that's going around, like everyone's buying toilet paper and just freaking out and overreacting. Well, yeah, those people shouldn't be buying that much toilet paper, but also there is like a serious thing happening, you know, Mm -hmm. and people kind of just conflate these issues and and combine them together. So like, since all these people are stupid for buying toilet paper, nothing's wrong, you know, Mm -hmm. and it's like a lack of, of like seeking information and just reading headlines and that kind of thing so i know it's just it's such interesting timing too because like obviously it was like big spring break time right now so you see that people still not wanting to cancel their trips which is great like even my group we thought about it like so much has changed even in the week we've canceled it but we were like it's so irresponsible for us to like think about getting on a plane right now and I had people still DMing me being like you're coming to Miami right and I was like to do what there's nothing to do there right now yeah yeah I know and like the the gig that I had on Friday in Portland it was like 200 it was like a 200 cap and at first they were saying oh under 250 is fine mm-hmm. and so everyone is like oh like all my team and like my business manager people who are like concerned about my income they're like just yeah. go do it like that was like one day and then the next day everyone's like wait no don't and like (laughs) they don't know either I don't know like I knew it was coming and I knew it wasn't responsible to like gather people together right now so Mm -hmm. yeah it's it's a bummer and they're all like they're all just reacting to I'm sure because they're getting the same information that we're all getting so they're learning right time too right and like they're in charge of all these people's careers but they're also they get paid from, you know, like my, my management team had to cancel, I don't know, I think like four or five different people's like tours. Like mm-hmm. I just, I just had like, you know, shows canceled like sure. for the next couple months. But this is like people who've been spending half a year preparing like okay. art, visuals, like think of 12th Planet. He's, he, my manager manages 12th Planet mm-hmm. and like we joined a new team, but like that was kind of like my, my two dudes for a while because it was just kind of us for a while. Mm-hmm. And, 12th minute kind of tours like on this yearly cycle so every year he expects like I'm gonna do like an album and then I'll tour the album right and so they're like they've made like all time coded visuals for his set yeah. you know all the merch like how many touring it like the production side like mm-hmm. it's just like you don't think about the decision to cancel a show mm-hmm. is like a bummer for fans but like it's affecting like so many people's it like um, careers and lives in like mm-hmm. such a negative way so no it's, it's a really huge bump. yeah I know and I appreciate you saying all this too because I don't think people realize and and I don't knock people I think right now their heads are sort of just like on festivals and like oh that festival's canceled when is it going to get postponed but they're not thinking about every single person that job is on the line because of all of this they're just like worried about the the next day it's going to happen yeah. oh, sorry did I freeze Oh my god. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, I mean, do you have any good. opinions on um, on like some of these festivals being postponed? Because it's the same thing you said. Like all of them are all of a sudden like stacking up in September now and October, and it's going to be like back to back on top of each other. Yeah, like like I keep saying, it's just like we have to be realistic and right. and 
there's really no good answer. Like I watched very like last week or early last week. I'm not sure if you saw the Joe Rogan interview with this, like, Mm -hmm. yeah, the infectious disease guy, like he made a comment, like it's no one needs to be scared or anxious. Like Mm -hmm. it isn't that we're all going to die, but you have to mentally prepare yourself for this because the world as you know, it is, is now different. And Mm -hmm that's with these events too like I don't think people have like changed their headspace to realize like mm-hmm. we're not just gonna be inside for a couple of weeks and then the world is back to normal like yeah, right, right. it's gonna it's different now like the rest of the year is is very different now mm-hmm. and you know like and that's especially why like I've and that's why all these DJs are like going straight away to like what can I do to like you know mm-hmm make something else happen and like that's why I did it right away because it's like all right this is the new reality so Mm -hmm. it's like figure out how to make this work and yeah like and how to handle it no that's so true um this is just what from my lack of knowledge but but what goes into like you just put out a new single how how does that work now like I mean if you want to put out new music in the next few months like how does that all work yeah, I mean, we were like very unlucky with the fact that this all kind of was like coming to a, a peak around the time that we've dropped the single because everyone's focus is like on something else. So, yeah. I mean, we dropped it at like literally the least lucky time. Um, yeah. Everyone in the industry is like putting out fires and not really focused on like boosting mm-hmm. plays on a song or whatever. So, yeah, it, it's... I think right now, like people are still dropping music because we schedule music so far in advance. Like, mm-hmm. and and it's a bummer. It's a really big bummer. We put a lot of time. A lo- me and Henry, we still are like, we're just like got. I just got off of Facetime with Henry Fong because we're like, how can we like work together and try to like promote this more? Just because mm-hmm. no one, no one has the bandwidth to be like, oh, let's go listen to a new song and like enjoy right. this, you know? Yeah. So yeah, it's you know like I really something I always try to do and that's why I do the vlogs and that's why I'm like very um excited and like ready to do something like this because I Mm -hmm. think audiences don't understand they think DJs go to a club get drunk play and like bring home cash and Mm -hmm. go like swim in their like money pool and it's like so different than that um and and with the music and with everything it's like it's such a real real it's a business it's a job Mm -hmm. it's not like it's obviously the most fun thing I can ever do and I love it, but it's, yeah, it's so different. And and these, these, like all these cancellations are fucking nuts. I know. Yeah. Yeah. It's no, I seriously appreciate you coming on here so much. And it is, I, that's how I'm feeling as, as well. Like it's, everything's going to be different. You know, you have these big power players like ultra and insomniac events and stuff, but you also have these smaller festivals and it's like, if they have to cancel or postpone, they might not come back next year or they might be completely different. Like some of them, you know, and small businesses, you know, in any industry, you might see a lot of businesses not come back after this. And that's, you know, a scary thing to think about, but it's the reality of what's happening. Yeah. Yeah. And like, think of DJs as small businesses as well. Cause like, Mm -hmm. I don't think a lot of, I don't think a lot of artists in general are going to survive this, you know, like it's, it's a really different time and it's not it's it's sad but it's not like it's not something we should be sad about we just have to be realistic like I keep saying like it's 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 like when you're investing in the stock market and it's like going up and up and you keep buying and you're like you're you're euphoric and everything like when it crashes and you lose all that money Mm -hmm. that's 
you can't be sad. You have to take it as a lesson. And, and that's what we're in, like the EDM bubble or whatever. It's, it's just like that. Like we're very lucky to have such a rewarding um, community in general, mm -hmm. like both with social elements and with like monetary gain. Right. But like it doesn't last. And, and this thing, it's affecting all industries, but it affects our, our industry so much. So sure. yeah, it's just like, this is life. <laughs> yeah, well, I was going to say, I like everything I do with my channel and my podcast. Like I always have a silver lining and I always try and think about the positive in these situations too. And like you said, now it's interesting. Like I've been talking to my other um, content creators in the festival community and you know, there was that initial week of like, what the fuck are we going to create content around? And then I was like, no, this is just going to push us creatively to come up with other ideas and like what else can we be doing because there's still an endless amount of like things we can still create around so you know I, I joined twitch today I've been watching my favorite djs like do different sh live streams and like all these fun things that they're trying to work on so like I know you're doing your corn stream which the setup was amazing is this just in like <laughs> your house somewhere <laughs> yeah it's right there oh, well, God, when, so I, <laughs> when I was when I was doing, uh, I like did some vlogs at my house and I set up this wall because I was doing like gestures house vlogs where I'd have people come okay, over yep, yep. and just do more like YouTube style content. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, like I was realizing today, like I have a lot of proficiency in like video editing and like all this mm -hmm. stuff. And it's like, that is such an important element in, in these situations and just in this job because like mm -hmm. the fact that I know how to like, put overlays on a live stream or even just like set up a live stream on my own that's like not something a lot of people can do so you really have to like quickly learn things and adapt and like use youtube and be creative and like you know problem solving i know well i mean you were you were doing a great job anyway i literally sent everybody your link to the make ravers rich i just like <laughs> cracks me the fuck up it's so good how much yeah. like when do you have any like favorite memories from recording those videos because it's just i can't even imagine what doesn't make it onto the <laughs> vlog <laughs> yeah oh geez you know honestly like believe it or not i'm a really shy person like okay. uh, so it's like <laughs> to do that takes a lot for me i'm like an sure. introvert so yeah. like even just like my fiance is like behind the camera when i do those so even just to get started i'll be like standing there at the festival watching yeah, all these yeah, people yeah. walk by and she'll be like, <laughs> oh do them do them and i'll be like no 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 uh uh like i get all like shy at first but like <laughs> I i'll loosen up as i go and it takes it takes a lot of work for us to get there i mean That's it's so it's just like it's purposefully like like I I see the reaction, yeah, on social media people being like, oh these people don't know like three genres, <laughs> like I literally run up to these people and yell in their face like name three genres and sometimes you just like are a little on the spot you know and like <laughs> it's just for fun it's just supposed to be funny it's funny how serious people take everything yeah. sometimes <laughs> yeah I, yeah youtube comments are like the worst place but I know other than twitter but mm -hmm. no yeah like when it's like top of your mind and you're like put on the spot like that and also like some of the people in that situation not in the right mind frame it's just right, right. a combination for you yeah yeah but it, yeah it's so much fun i mean yeah it's fun i just always try my best to supplement what i do with other things you know like i have the opportunity to be a dj so i might as well like use that and make mm -hmm. vlogs out of it there's not other dj there's not a lot of other dj vloggers so yeah, no, no, no. That was, that no, was kind of the angle. 
to see like who else comes up in this space too and like I mean I feel I feel like everybody's gonna be doing some sort of form of like live streaming like I saw Jaws has like a whole thing I was watching Seven Lions last night and then I'm trying to do a, a YouTube live every other week mm -hmm. um, and I mean I had a really good response I was reading people like in your comments were popping off I think it's just something nice to do for people to distract them and entertain them for a little bit so yeah yeah are you gonna do it you have a bunch right like monday wednesday friday right now yeah i'm gonna start with monday wednesday friday um and see how it goes i'll probably not do uh dj sets every time but for now i'm gonna just start with dj sets um and see yeah and just start it off and and get the audience yeah, involved yeah. yeah yeah are you on any other platforms right now or like what can what else can we plug for you <laughs> um yeah my youtube I'll, I'll be starting up with vlogs again very shortly um <laughs> Spotify I just released like this past year I released an EP and then like remix EPs I started my own record label called group chat um and we're putting out songs every couple of weeks which are all like really dope music the the uh mission statement for group chat is kind of like what my my sets are just like new music that's dope that would fit in this festival environment but like isn't the same as everything else. So I think if you're like searching for something that sounds like different and new, this is like the place to find it. So definitely check that out. I love that. Are you gonna do any, um, like do you like to do any mixes and stuff like that too? Say that again? Do you like to do any mixes and stuff like that too? Like yeah. I people go down that route. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Everyone loves that. Everyone loves that. I'm sure I'll be, I'm going to be doing everything I possibly can to get, <laughs> you know, to like make up for these last shows and yeah. Just, yeah, just to make like refocus my energy into, you know, what's going to make We're everything happen. Yeah. Well, and I, my last question for you, cause I'm curious, you said you like to cook a lot. What's on, are you like, what's on the menu while you guys are home? Are you, uh, I, <laughs> yeah, I, I just made a batch of like gestures, tacos, which is like carnitas. That, it's just a recipe that I've been making for like years, even before um, gestures. So that's like one of my, I, we just actually just finished it. So I'm going to have to make something else, but yeah, <laughs> we both love to cook here. And so it's always something uh we like we're trying to stay healthy though too because like it's yeah. hard not to just like stress eat and boredom eat while you're like sitting at home trying to figure out what to Seriously. do i know so. I, like, when was it a week when it was a week ago and like it was getting crazy and they were starting to say like try and limit being outside i like went to the liquor store and bought six bottles of wine and white clothes <laughs> yeah <laughs> i was like we need some drinks in this house because it's gonna be so yeah. stressful but oh uh, yeah it's the same thing i feel like everything is like processed or like frozen so i'm trying to cook healthy if i can here yes <laughs> seriously well, it's not so bad well thank you so much for doing this uh any closing thoughts on everything or plug your um your channel instagram and twitter what are your hands yeah everything you can find me at gesture j-s-t-j-r yeah i'm everywhere so just google <laughs> just google gesture and and pick your poison awesome Alrighty, you guys. Thank you so much, Gesture, for coming on and chatting with me today. It was great getting to know you a little bit better. And I appreciate you being so honest about the situation. I I walked away from this just feeling like really humbled and just feeling like I need to go out and do something to support all the artists that I love and the companies and everything. So thank you so much for, for chatting with all of us today. Um, I can't stress this enough, you guys. During this time, while everybody has a little bit of downtime, support your favorite artists. 
stream their music, watch their live streams, follow them on social media, buy their merch. Um, I've seen a lot of people having like discounts on merch right now. They definitely need your support and it's huge, especially small businesses and things like that. So if you guys do have some extra money in your budget or for free, just throw a follow, watch something, stream something for free. Um, it means so much to so many people. So I definitely hope that you guys can take that away from this episode and go do something today about it. A lot of people are out of the job right now that are involved in the music festival community while, you know, we, we don't have shows happening, we don't have festivals happening. So I just want to say I completely and utterly understand being devastated that a show you had tickets to is canceled or is postponed. But I'm just trying to remind everybody there will be more. You might have the opportunity. You probably will have the opportunity to go next year. So it really is bigger than that right now. And I think we all need to do our part to ensure that we can just like come back stronger and we don't lose some festivals along the way because it's going to be a struggle for some of these smaller events and venues. So please, for the love of God, you guys stay home. You know, don't don't travel right now. Stop going out and hanging with friends and hanging around all types of different people. Like, let's just try and limit that as much as possible. Um, But that doesn't mean don't go outside. Take a walk around the block. Go ride a bike. You know, FaceTime with your family. Entertain yourself at home. Binge watch some new movies and Netflix shows and all that fun stuff. Do a home workout. Like, whatever you need to do to take care of yourself physically and mentally, do that during this time. Um, But just please don't take this situation lightly. I know you're going to hear from a lot of different news sources and all types of things telling you to do different things. But for now, we have to flatten the curve, which I'm sure a lot of you guys have heard, um, and just do our part and stay home, which isn't that hard, guys. There's a lot of things to do to entertain yourself at home. Alrighty, let's do some EDM news really quickly and then our songs of the week and then we'll wrap everything up. So... Uh, I don't want this to just be so negative. Okay, so a lot of things have been postponed. I don't even know if I want to get into it, but um, Phoenix Lights, Bonnaroo, uh, Red Rocks, obviously any major venue right now is kind of closed. Um, a big one was Glastonbury canceled their 50th anniversary, which was a pretty big deal. Other In other news, though, there were some really cool live streams that happened this past weekend. So Beyond Wonderland did a Raveathon, which was really cool. And then Ultra uh, hosted a virtual festival on Sirius XM. Um, so there are definitely, I think, going to be more of these opportunities to have these like virtual festivals. So I'll keep you guys up to date with anything that's coming up. What else? And like I said, check out your favorite artists. I know obviously Jester is doing his corn stream. Jaws has been doing a few a week. Seven Lions has been going live on Twitch. That's why I downloaded Twitch. (laughs) Uh, who else? I mean, so many different art on Facebook alone. I've seen like so many random ones popping up but yeah just go follow your favorite artists on social media because you never know if you'll be able to just like tune in and see them playing something live oh yeah and porter robinson i think there was an uh minecraft was hosting a porter robinson inspired virtual festival which was pretty cool as well i know we have a lot of porter fans that listen and um lastly if you had plans to go to a festival in the next few months that you know has been postponed or it might still be on a lot of festivals right now are waiving some of the payment um, fees or they're not canceling any tickets so basically what that means is if you did a payment plan for a festival and say you missed a payment usually that would free your your ticket up and you know you would potentially lose your ticket so I know a couple festivals insomniac included I believe 
um, we're making sure that if you miss a payment during this time, say you're out of work or whatever, they're not going to like take your ticket from you. So just like check up on the different festivals you're attending, um, which I think is really incredible that they're doing that because a lot of people are going to be struggling for money right now. And music festival tickets are a luxury item, which I think people forget. They're not a necessity. So I think it's really cool that they're doing that. Okay, and my songs of the week that I'm very, very into right now, obviously I have to shout out Gesture. Uh, 10 out of 10 recommend his new single with Henry Fong, Ariba. I also love I See You and Put In That Work. So go check out his songs. Go stream them. Of course, follow him on Spotify. Uh, I also randomly was very into these two songs that are not new like at all I just I've been you know coming up with like a workout playlist to like keep me motivated at home <laughs> and I was listening to Gorgon City's album uh and their song Kingdom I've just been playing like non-stop so that one I really recommend Kingdom by Gorgon City and then this other one totally random but every time it comes on Spotify I just like have the biggest smile on my face it makes me dance it makes me so happy so I had to shout it out it's called so close and it's by notd felix jean and captain cuts so that's so close by notd felix jean and captain cuts highly recommend that one that one's like a fun upbeat uh house music song and I think that's everything for today you guys thank you so much for sticking around till the end of the episode. I really can't wait to hear your feedback on this one. Um, So please let me know. Tweet me, DM me. You can email me at Emma Capotis and at RaveCultureCast. And of course, my email, RaveCultureCast at gmail.com. If you want to send in any Listener of the Week nominations uh, or the submissions for your most embarrassing rave and festival moments, I cannot wait to read those uh thank you guys so much for rating and reviewing on itunes make this your instagram stories today send a link out to the to a friend and just spread the word about rave culture cast i appreciate all of you thank you so much for listening today i will be back next wednesday with a new episode Peace.